Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So three, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for taking us, taking care of us and being with us when we just don't feel like like you are. We know you're there. You're walking with us. In fact, you're probably carrying us. I know you were carrying me through the last few weeks and months. And Lord, I just thank you for that. I thank you for who you are, for the fact you don't give up on me. You don't give up on any of us. And that you're here beside us on a daily basis. When we don't feel you, you're still there. Just because we don't feel, because there's not an emotion, doesn't mean you are any less true to your word and to who you are. So, Lord, I just thank you for this time. I pray that as we read, that you would be the one that we honor, that you'd be the one that speaks to us, that it be you, Holy Spirit, who provides your wisdom and insights, that there'd be nothing from me because it's not worth much if it comes from me, but it's invaluable when it comes from you. So, Lord, I lift up this time. I pray for your blessings to be upon it, and may we have open hearts minds, spirits, and souls, and make them totally available to you in your word. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So it's been a while, and uh, I've been sick and traveling at the same time, meeting with clients, and it's not been a pretty sight, not been a fun sight, and uh, I have done some personal time off, thankfully, because I needed it, but at the end of the day, it's been a <clears throat> a pretty tough time, and at times I didn't feel God with me, although that wasn't that often. For the most part, I've actually felt, feel like my relationship's gotten better. But as we get into chapter three, um, it's a pretty tough chapter. It's about sin, and for those who have habitual sins, if they keep doing them, are they really children of God? It's an exciting chapter because he tells us We're his children. We are sons of God or daughters of God. So we've been adopted. It's a legal term. It's a legal concept. And yet, then if we continue to sin, then maybe we're not. So I struggle with it a little bit because I think back on a lot of different chapters. But I think the key is, are we trying to be, are we doing everything we can to submit to him and to love him? with our whole being and to love our neighbors as ourselves. So I'm going to go back to chapter two and go to chapter or verse 28. It's just the beginning of the conversation that the writer has that John has regarding the fact that we're God's children. So verse 28 chapter two says, and now dear children continue in him so that when he appears, we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. Now that unashamed part actually strikes home with me because if I think about some of the sins that I have done and that I do, and if I thought about truly that God was watching me or was going to question me about it, or God forbid my parents were, how would I feel? And I think about it, I'm like, oh, dang, I'd feel pretty embarrassed and ashamed. 
verse 29. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has yet has not yet been known, been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have his hope, all who have this hope in him, purify themselves, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins, and in him is no sin. No one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as the one just as he is just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared to destroy was to destroy the devil's work. No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. That is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not of God's child, nor is the one who does not love their brother and sister. For this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates a brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. So I think back on that that verse that we just talked about. And it says, Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Think about today's world. I mean, that's what immediately popped into my mind. Why do they hate us? Why do they hate Christians so much? Because they know that what they're doing, they know that their positions, they know everything that that they're structuring is evil and wrong. And they're pissed because I don't agree with them. Because I tell them, no, you're wrong. It's not right. You can't do those things because it's, it's abhorrent. It's horrible. It's abhorrent to anyone with any morals and any understanding of right and wrong. And when they hear that, they lose their minds. I think back on the person who went up at a school board and all she did was scream for three minutes. Another person who chanted. Another person who just said that we should all be killed because we are intolerant. Which, if you think about it, is kind of stupid because it would indicate she's intolerant. Anyways, when you think about all of this, there's a very good reason why they hate us, why they hate me, why they hate our Savior, and why they hate God. Because it's Satan, who's opposed to God, has infected their minds. And they murdered Jesus. They didn't realize that they were falling into basically a trap that created eternal life and forgiveness 
for all who accepted him. Now, they have to go and try to bring as few as many people down so as few people become sons of God. And they do that with all of these crazy things where, as the Bible talks and mentions, right becomes wrong and wrong becomes right. Foolishness is wisdom and wisdom is foolishness. So, now getting back to verse 16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with the actions with actions and in truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at right at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask. Because we keep his commands and we do what pleases him. And this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him, and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the, by the spirit he gave us. So do we have the spirit in us? Yes. Do we always feel it? Do we speak in tongues all the time? Do we walk around being able to preach the Bible and everything or quote the Bible every single time? I can't. I know I can't. I'm so far from that. But what I do understand is that Jesus does live in me. The, the, the Spirit lives in me, and as a result, I'm His, even when I don't feel it. Again, there's been plenty of times in the recent past when I've been sick, when I've just been rebelling, I've been angry, I've been whatever, and I've just been sitting there pouting, being a, an idiot at times, but Jesus and God are still there. They love me. They put up with my garbage, I guess, which is pretty good, and you know, at the end of the day, the spirit dwells in me and he loves me. I'm a son of God, even though I fail at times, just as Abraham failed, just as Isaac failed, just as David failed. I remember that David that was considered a man after God's own heart. So with that, I think it's just time to go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day and for taking care of us. Thank you for your word. And I just pray, Father, for you to open our hearts and our minds. Again, may everything that be said be said from you. If there's things from me, please block the hearer's ears. And just let them hear what's important, your word. I'm grateful for all you've done for me. You've blessed me immensely. And I just pray that you would bless all who hear this. Watch over our families. Guide them and protect them, I pray. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.